G-Dabs. Oh, hear that song. Hear that song. Oh, come on. Y'all like this song? Anybody like this? Are you feeling a little, you feeling juice this morning, right? Everybody look at your neighbor and say, oh, it's on. Look at your other neighbor and say, it's going down. If you're online, you're probably going, I should be there right now, but that's, no. All right, look, okay, we better stop before somebody starts fighting. Look at your neighbor and say, all right, all right, all right. We just took a picture. All right, you can sit down, you can sit down, you can sit down. Today, I, I'm here to talk to you about dreams. Everybody's got a dream. You got a dream. If you ain't got a dream, you're in trouble. Okay, if you ain't got a dream, you are in trouble. Hey, you, and it, or, you ready for this? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. If you ain't got a dream, you're abusing something. Because abuse turns a wise man into a fool, and it robs the soul of its vision. And all dreams are your vision. It's your future. Am I giving you too much too fast? All right, are y'all good? We're talking about dream. This is very important, very important today, where we're going to go. And after this, we're going to go in. I really do like preaching before praise and worship because it gets you focused to what you want to worship and praise and do things about. So I kind of like this. The song I just played was from a man named Sylvester Stallone. Rocky. Anybody from Northeast America knows Rocky. Everybody claims him. Philly claims him. Jersey claims him. New York claims him because he's the greatest comeback story in the world is Rocky Balboa. That whole movie is crazy because Sylvester Stallone had $106 in his bank account and he had a bill that was $126. And to pay that bill, he had to sell his dog for $25. When he sold his dog, he realized he was at the bottom. But before all his rock bottom happened, he saw a fight, a real fight. Muhammad Ali fought this unnamed guy who took him to the, he knocked Muhammad Ali down. And that's where Rocky came from. He wrote the script and he gave it to people. And one company said, we will give you $360,000 for this script. And he goes, okay. But I play Rocky. And they go, no. And he goes, no sell. He poor. He's got nothing. But he would not let go of his dream. What's your dream this morning? What's your dream this morning? Come to find out. They come back and they come to him again. And they say, all right, you play Rocky. And he goes, good. And we're going to give you, he goes, a million dollars. And they said, okay. So he played Rocky and sold the script for one million dollars. And the first thing he did was go back and get his dog back. But the guy who he sold the dog to had already seen Rocky. And he said, oh, $25? No, $25,000. And he says, fine. And they were reunited. I got to show you what it looks like. I knew y'all would like that. Look at that, dude. They were reunited. Isn't that cool? Isn't that great? Everybody look at your neighbor and say, oh. 
Look at your other neighbor and say, this is great. Now let's get to you and me. Hey, here's the deal. Are you ready? That story and that picture is simple. Sometimes you got to let go of what you really love to become what God wants you to be. Thank you very much over on the side. We're just going to have church this morning. Listen to me. Let me explain it. Let's go. Genesis chapter 15, verses 3 through 5. Write it down, and I'm going to read it to you. Genesis 15, 3 through 5. Listen to him. It says this. And Abram said, he's talking to God, you have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him and said, this man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood, will be your heir. Look at verse 5. He took him outside and said, look up to the sky, count the stars, if indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. There are three simple things before we go into worship about dreams that you need to understand. Number one, look out. Everybody say, look out. One more time, say, look out. out. Hear me now. Abram's tent was big enough to believe for a child. But God's tent is big enough to believe for a nation. Abram's dream for a child was okay. But God had a nation for him to offspring. Somebody got to move. So he looked at him and he says, come out. Where did he come out of? He came out of his tent. His comfort zone, his safe spot where he lived. Everybody has that comfort and that safe spot. I call it our birthright DNA. It's how you were born. Big town, small town, you know, big school, small school, white, black, Hispanic, Latino. It's all your personal DNA. Good family, bad family, happy home, sad home. It doesn't matter where you come from. Because God's going to take you out of your tent so you can see his dream. Somebody say, look out. For those of you who may not have heard me before, I grew up in foster care my entire life. My mom's a prostitute, slept with a man for $20 to get food for my brother and my two sisters. I'm the result of a $20 bill. Don't look all sad for me because my past is my history, but my future is my destiny. I ain't in that tent no more. Did I forget the tent? No. Did I know what it was? Yes. Did I know where I came from? Never forget where you're from because then you can't get to where God wants you to be. Because once you forget where you're from, you got to go back and relive some things. I am in my dream too far to go back now. I'm going to just be Martin for a second. I have a dream. (laughs) It is February. Hey, look at me. I sit in this chapel up in that section, and I just sit there and sit there and sit there. I'd hear speakers speak, and I'd go, I could do that. I could do that. I literally was saying to myself, when some of the greatest speakers of my teens was on this platform, I could do that. I could do, oh, that was good. I'm going to pattern my life after that. Oh, man, that was real. I could, I could do. I was dreaming before I even realized what dreaming was. Are you dreaming? Let God take you out of the tent. Let God put you in a place where you can see him, what he has for you, who he can be in your life and in others. I love this. 
This is why God dreams for us. So number one, everybody say, look out. One more time, look out. Number two, everybody say, look up. Listen to me very carefully. Then he, God, brought Abram outside and said, look up toward the heavens and count the stars if you are able to. Looking up represents two things. Are you ready? Number one, Matthew 19, verse 26 says this. Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Did y'all get that? You can't dream a God dream in your own flesh. You cannot stay in your tent. You got to get out. Then you got to look up. When you look up, you're taking things out of your hands and you're putting it in his. And ain't nothing like Jesus holding your dreams. The second thing that it gives you when you look up is Philippians 4.13. The second thing is this. You start having self-dignity. You start believing in who you are in Christ. I'm not talking about arrogance or self-confidence. I am talking about this. You believe that God has made you for a reason and he has you for a plan and he's going to get you there. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We must not only have confidence in God's ability, but also his willingness to work through us. God wants to use you to change this world. Hey, can I take you down a road before I go on? I got to remember where I'm at because I just wrote this for y'all, okay? In your mind, and I'm working on this, and if you see it in the future, you'll know that I figured it all out. I need you to, there's a box, okay, about that tall, and it's wrapped it like a present, like a cool Christmas present. Got it? That's right there. Okay, right here is just a cardboard box, same size. But it's not wrapped like this. It's just a box. So you got the present. You got the box. Right here, you have a cage, like a big old dog cage. About the same size as those two, dog cage. And then right here, go back to the beginning. You got a present again, wrapped up, all pretty and everything. The day you were born, you were this present, beautifully wrapped, a gift to the world from God Almighty. But as time goes on, as you live your life, something happens. People start unraveling you, unpulling the bow, taking off all the pretty confetti, just start unraveling. Then they open you up and then they start speaking into you like, oh, you, you're, you're too fat to do that. You're not good enough to sing that song. You're not smart enough to go to that school. You're not. And then you start hearing these things and these words and things and opinions people have start pushing you down. So you go from this gift that God gave you to the world to this box full of doubt and confusion the only place to go once that confusion hits you is the cage so in the box you're like why am I alive why am I even doing this why am I even trying in the cage it's like I should just die I don't deserve to live maybe it's for other people not me I'm the wrong color I'm the wrong sex I'm the wrong this I'm the wrong that but you got to understand you have got to figure this thing out for you if you're hurting so bad that you don't see your dream anymore, you need to find something bigger than the words people have put in you. 
Bigger than the sorrow that you've seen. Bigger than the hurt and the crime and the disgusting things people have done to you. you got to find something bigger, stronger, and faster than what this world has put you in. And his name is Jesus. It's the one missing link we got over every other school. Jesus. He can take nothing and make something. That's what he did with the earth that we live on. There was nothing. And he took nothing, made something, hung it in the air, and it stayed. If he could do that, how much more could he use you? We must have confidence in God. Get it while you're here. Figure it out. In the world's eyes, I ain't nothing but a prostitute's son. But God got me out of that cage. And because of him, I'm the present that I was supposed to be the day I was born. And so can you. God is no respecter of persons. If he did it for Abram, he could do it for you. If God can bless anybody, he can bless you. If God can heal a relationship, he can heal your relationship. If God can heal a body, he can heal your body. If God can prosper anybody, he can prosper you. If God can give someone an idea, he can give you an idea. If God can make someone great, he can make you great. There's nothing you can't do with God. And my, my foster care dad, he a janitor, but he grew up on a farm. You know what he said? And it's perfect. He said this. He said, it don't matter how much milk you spill as long as you don't lose the cow. I don't think y'all got it. I'll give it to you one more time. It don't matter how much milk you spill as long as you don't lose the cow. In other words, it don't matter how many times you fail as long as you keep looking to Jesus. As long as you look to him. Everybody say, look out. Everybody say, look up. Last one. Everybody say, look beyond. One more time. Say, look out. Look up. Look beyond. Here's what the Bible, here's it. I'm going to give it to you. It says, uh, when he, God, took Abram outside and he said, look up, look toward the heavens, count the stars. If you can, all this shall be your descendants. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout generations forever and ever. And everybody say amen. amen. Did you know the Greek word translated imagine in this text means dream? So God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we ask or dream. You can't dream yourself into a situation. He can't make you greater. Y'all ain't getting it, are you? You can't dream yourself into a place that God can't take you further than you ever dreamed you would be. You can't out-dream God. You just can't do it. Now, hold on. Before I finish this, let me help you out. The reason why you're going to look out, look up, and look beyond there's always a reason. So I got to ask you, what's your reason? What's your reason today? What's your reason? When Joseph looked up to heaven and said, make the sun stand still. If the sun stands still, we can win this. It was his dream to have more time. And God gave it to him. Why? Because he wasn't dreaming for himself. He was dreaming for other people. 
You want to know? The, here's the, here it is. Only you know your true intentions. Hello? Only you know why you're doing what you do. Don't let other people talk you out of it. You're like, I'm going to be greater than Reggie Dabb someday. Go. Do it. It's all good. I need you to be greater. Because if you're greater, you're reaching more. And isn't that our purpose? You see, in the Bible, there was just certain situations Jesus did that was amazing. He walked down the street and there was a man in a tree just trying to look at him. And the Bible says when Jesus got to the spot, he looked up in the tree and said the dude's name. How did Jesus know this dude's name? Because Jesus cares enough to know your name. When Jesus went to a well in John chapter 4, and he sat by the well and he waited. The Bible says he sent all the disciples to town to get lunch. And a woman came. And when that woman came, he said, can you give me something to drink? And she was shocked. And I love the way it says it in parentheses. Jews do not associate with Samaritans. So there's always been racism. See, I'll need to get over it and try to fix it. And you don't have to try to fix racism. You can only fix the people who get in touch with you. So everybody that touches you gets to receive real love, real hope. Everybody that touches you gets to see what love is really about. How you're no respecter of color, race, or skin. And let everybody come in contact with you, find a different kind of brother or sister than they would if they went to the well at any other time. Because she thought, he ain't going to talk to me. He ain't going to speak to me. He goes, can I have a drink of water? No Jew has ever talked to a Samaritan. Then she said, this guy must be a rabbi. Then she thought this. Well, he won't like me. If he ever finds out who I really am and he goes, go get your husband. Come back and I'll tell you about a water you'll never thirst again. She goes, I don't have a husband. He goes, yeah, you've had five and the man you're living with now, he ain't your husband. That rocked her world. Why? He knew who she was and still had something for her. Are y'all listening to my dream here? Are you listening to my dream that God will do anything to anyone if they just decide I'm going out? I'm looking up and I'm looking beyond. That's your dream. That's your purpose. That's your future. Look out. Look up. And look beyond. Let him wake you up. The band's about to do praise and worship. I promise I won't give an altar call. I'm just joking. <laughs> I didn't ask yesterday. I think God wanted to have what happened yesterday. All I can say is I'm sorry. If you're watching, looking to take notes on how we're not distancing, it's okay. I don't know. I'm from Florida. We don't have COVID where I live. No, y'all don't understand. <laughs> they don't even wear masks in our church, y'all. It's like, it's like, whoa, let's go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> don't do it. We need y'all to stay safe, all right? <laughs> but we just nuts, dude. It's just a Florida thing. It's all good. Hey, are you ready? Are you ready to chase your dream? Hey, can I tell you? Here's how bad it got. I did the dumbest thing ever. Don't do this. Do not do this. Are y'all looking at me? Don't ever pray this prayer. God, if I'm going to do this, you got to show me why I'm doing it. That was the, I should have never done that. Because for the next three months, I'm in a hotel room. I'd hear someone crying. I'd jump up, look in the hall, 
and there's nobody there. I look in the bathroom. It's like that crazy. I'm thinking somebody's in trouble. One time I called the front desk and said, somebody's crying in the room beside me. And they go, sorry, Mr. Dabbs, there's nobody on your floor except you. And it was that morning, about 3 o'clock, I hung up the phone, and I just started, started to pray. And I opened my Bible, and it says that a man of God was sleeping, and he heard a whisper. And he got up and went to another man of God and said, did you call me? He goes, no. And all of a sudden, it hit me. Oh, my goodness. I literally remember the prayer I prayed. I remember saying, God, show me why. He was letting me hear the cry of the brokenhearted, the cry of the lost. Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. And if Jesus did it, so will I. What's my dream? Save the lost. What's my vision? Save the lost. What am I living for? Save the lost until the day he comes. If your dream lines up with saving the lost, you're in the right spot. So what do you say? Let's run for Jesus. I have a dream.